0: Everybody and welcome to episode twenty, the hangry episode. Of gaming our thirties, the growing old gaming podcast from us, the Goodnight Groups. My name is Matt, and today I am joined by my co-host Paul. Paul, have you eaten breakfast yet today?
1: I have not. I have not, and so I, I might be a little bit hangry. Did you? you can might you tell? A little bit hangry. No,
0: no, I can't tell. That's nice. Yeah, I just ate. I made myself a little egg sandwich, a little eggy Sammy, oh. and it was uh, it was delightful. It was pretty good.
1: I love that. I have... But
0: instead of asking you how you're doing this week, Paul, because I never want to do that. <laughs> I, I hate doing that. I want to ask you what your peak of the week has been. So, Paul, what is the best thing that happened to you this week?
1: Breakfast today has been sublime so far. I've eaten <laughs> yeah. 17 eggs benedicts. Wow. Yeah. It's way too many. Uh, I've eaten some empanadas
0: really shouldn't have that much hollandaise sauce probably yeah.
1: actually i'm pretty sure that uh it's gonna make a joke about the country but i don't remember where it comes from like i don't i can't a hundred percent is it the netherlands hollandaise
0: is it hold on hold yeah. the, We're gonna look hold the podcast do,
1: do, 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 do.
0: it's a dutch sauce wait hold yeah, on dutch. Hollandaise okay. sauce a, yeah dutch sauce meaning dutch sauce in french so it's france it's from france but it's called dutch sauce
1: oh it's like Canadian bacon, but we call it pea meal mm. bacon.
0: Wait, what do you call it?
1: We call it pea meal bacon.
0: Pea meal?
1: Yeah, like um, the meal, like it's the type of meal that they use to, because you know it's, it has the lining of like that.
0: Pea meal?
1: Yeah, pea meal. It's bacon. called
0: back bacon.
1: So we have different ones. So there's back bacon, which is like a little bit better, I think. And then there's pea meal bacon, oh. but both of those in the U.S. could be called Canadian bacon. But of course, we don't oh, call I see it pea meal Can- bacon. We don't call it Canadian. It's bacon. It's different. It, yeah it's
0: it's it's wet cured anyway what's the best thing that happens <laughs> <laughs>
1: i just you got me so on breakfast now yeah and uh that sounds like a good hip-hop song by the way you got me so on breakfast uh yeah no uh for i know what hip-hop is good uh but yeah no what's the best thing that happened to me this week uh, dude i don't know man i i think probably the best thing that happened to me this week in terms of just like pure enjoyment it was kind of fun i would say our wow experience on saturday was pretty good yeah i i just feel like we no life to game all together on discord for like eight hours which is something you know gaming our 30s something we don't do that often where we just all sit there and just like play wow especially when it's not like a game where we're like actively involved with each other we're just kind of chilling on voice uh that was fun that was neat i really like that a lot We'll talk about it more in the water cooler, but uh, I'd say that's probably one of my favorite experiences this week is just uh, is just doing that and just playing games with the boys.
0: Yeah, that was a good time. Did you guys do anything really for Valentine's Day? Do you guys ever do anything for Valentine's no, Day? No,
1: we don't. We're I mean, I know it's like a cop-out, but both of us are very much like, I don't know, we're like super in love and romantic all the time. Like we don't, I don't know, it's just like we don't really want to like get into the whole crazy Valentine's Day thing. So we, we usually end up doing something nice in February at some point, but we don't really like specifically care about like the valentine's day thing like the day itself so yeah we just skipped it but i know you did some cute stuff i think
0: well so i always just pick up flowers on the way home from work on that day and Mm -hmm. we don't really like sometimes we'll go out to eat whatever the closest like weekend day is we didn't really do that this year but we don't often do anything like on the day necessarily other than you know i'll get her flowers but it's funny because we came home at the same time. We both arrived home at the same time, which basically never happens. <laughs> but of course, like she she knows they're coming anyway, so it's not really that much of a surprise. But like I'm trying to walk up to the house and I've got the flowers as she's pulling up. So <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I guess the surprise is over. And then she got me. She called it a I don't know. I think she called it a man bouquet, but it was basically <laughs> a, a half dozen donuts from uh, from Dunkin Donuts. Dude, those <laughs> look delicious. so
1: good. Yeah, Looks so good. good. I'll I'll say as a Canadian who doesn't have access to Dunkin' Donuts, who re, you know in the last year took a trip to America, yeah. I will say, you guys have it good. You don't realize how good you have it with those Dunkin' Donuts. They're good donuts. They're, They're really, really are. good. Especially Tim Hortons is is trash bag level oh. now. So we and that's like our main donut. Like they kind of drove everyone else out of business. So like if you don't want Tim Hortons donuts, you're you're in trouble. Like McDonald's has those little. They have like little tiny donuts.
0: Oh, I don't think we, have, we may not have that donut.
1: Probably like a competing with they They did a big competing yeah. with Tim Hortons thing here where they were like, you know, trying to they, they did their coffee for like free. If you bought something for like a year, all this crazy shit, they were like, we're taking over. Um, But yeah, they have these little mini donuts, but they're they're mini. Like, I don't want a mini donut. Right, yeah.
0: I would say go to like some mom and pop donut shops. But yeah. the my problem with mom and pop donut shops. Is they all try to do too much fancy they try to make their donuts so rich and so extravagant yeah. it's like i just want a regular donut like i just want a regular vanilla frosted strawberry frost that's it that's it they
1: it's don't want to be plain they want to be like we're the best people in town and we're gonna make this like yeah. home baked special donut just for you and it's like i want a super generic donut can you get can a yeah. <laughs> mom and pop come out that makes <laughs> generic ass donuts please
0: yeah you guys, uh, you don't have Krispy Kreme, do you? We do actually have Krispy oh. Kreme,
1: but it's, it's few and far, but be cream oh. between, we don't have a yeah. lot. Yeah. We don't have a lot. So we had one in uh we have a couple in Toronto and we have some other places. I actually just had, um, people do this a lot in my area. This is boring for people, but like people do this a lot in my area where they'll like do a run into Toronto and get like a fucking ass ton of Krispy Kreme donuts and like take uh. orders from people <laughs> and like drop them off nice. at people's houses and they'll like mark it up. People do that all the time. I don't know oh, It's a weird thing. They'll be like, oh, do you want like, you know, two dozen Krispy Kreme donuts or a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts for like ten bucks or something like something that's like more expensive than what it is. Right. And then they'll drive around. And sometimes it's like for like a charity thing or I don't even know. I don't know. But anyway, Rachel mm. bought two dozen from this person recently. And we gave away one of the dozen, but I had to eat like the vast majority of a dozen donuts because she's celiac. <laughs> so it was just like me. Oh, like, right. I was like, thanks, I'm going to eat like a dozen donuts. It was super good, though. I won't lie to you. Like, it's been a while since yeah. I've had those donuts because they're not around as much. And I, I'd i like to try their other donuts, too, because they just got the the basic ones. But I know they have like some good ones, too, that are like other flavors.
0: Yeah, they're typical glaze. They're so, you can eat a ton of those because they're so light they're so airy that like you just mow through like you were saying like that happened basically a whole dozen yeah that happened the other peak that i do want to to mention here for me is and i'm not going to go into like a full review or anything here but i watched the first three john wick movies yesterday yeah three of them in one day (laughs) and uh they were good they were good i i might watch the fourth one later today we'll have to see but i i would rank them Right off the bat here, I would rank them number one is John Wick chapter two. Mm -hmm. Number two is John Wick chapter three, Parabellum. Whoa. And number three is John Wick one.
1: Damn, that's the only one I've watched as John Wick one. You're saying it's the worst one? I think so. Out of comparatively, obviously they're all good, but like.
0: Yeah, I think it depends on what you want out of your John Wick movies because the first one is way more grounded. Yeah. And then because i had only ever seen the first one before i didn't realize how deep the lore gets and how how much of the like world building goes on in this whole thing like there's it's basically like it's supposed to be our world but it kind of feels like a parallel like yeah. alternate universe in a way because it gets by by john wick 3 it gets kind of wild <laughs> yeah there's like some like illuminati-esque stuff going on like it gets it gets pretty pretty deep into the lore which is actually i thought was very interesting it 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 honestly gets like i was telling our buddy spencer like it kind of approaches assassin's creed territory in a way yeah okay without like the going back into memories kind of (laughs) thing but like the idea of the assassin's creed so that's cool yeah it's uh it's interesting it's it's an interesting movie series and it's after you watch the first one, like, it really goes places you are not expecting at all. Like, it's not just some crazy action movie with awesome choreography. Like, it gets much deeper than that.
1: That's awesome. Matt, would you say that you're, uh, would you say that your love of the John Wick movies is back?
0: Yeah, I'm thinking it's back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. To what you got. What you got. In What You Got, Paul and I each bring a gaming-related or gaming-adjacent topic to the table to discuss. It could be a news story from the past week or general thought or discussion topic or just whatever the hell we want to talk about. Again, we do one of these each week. This week, it's Paul's turn. So, Paul, I must ask you, What You Got?
1: Whoa, that was really good. That was some the <laughs> good shock jock radio energy right there. Oh, thank you. I really appreciated it. A lot of people have tuned out, but I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Matt. So listen, I got a good one for us today, I think. So a couple, I'd say sure. a year ago, some people that Rachel and I knew actually were, did like a little interview with us because they were like, they wanted, they were like researching doing a book on like food and video games Oh, because one of them had like, was like studying food and the other person was like, you know, like a video, works in the video game industry and it was like a thing. And I was like, that's so interesting. That's a really cool combo. And so. Uh, yeah, we just like, I just, we just dove, delve, delved into, uh, a lot of dolve. I'm going to say we dove, dove, dove. I think
0: you do you dive into something.
1: You delve into it. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We dove, uh, into, uh, the the depth of this topic. And it was so interesting because it's like when you start thinking about it, there really is like a lot of emotional triggers and like connections that you have with like food and drink and video games. And the, like the mm. deeper you get into thinking about that the more you think about like what games like what comes to mind when you think of food and video games what what experiences like spark joy in you what makes you hungry what makes you thirsty what like what are the connections and it's so interesting because i mean it, it varies vastly between the games there's games obviously we like, think of stuff like survival mechanics and where you have to eat and drink or things that like take time things that are quicker things with a lot of names like world of warcraft or other places where there's a lot of food options so matt I wanna kick it over to you. Um, but I'm i just want to talk about food and drink and video games, and I thought I would kick it over to you and ask just before we get like specifically into any questions, but like what when I when you think food and drink and video games, like what comes to mind for you?
0: Well, the first thing that comes to mind is some of the iconic stuff in World of Warcraft, just because I've seen the names so many times. And I know like another thing that comes to mind right away is like the cheese wheels in Skyrim stuff that kind of has become Mimi, but also stuff people always talk about. But in World of Warcraft, you've got you know like the Darnassian blue, or the the Dalaran sharp, the ice cold milk, these sort of things that are like early level foods. That every time you're leveling an alt, these come up, and they're just they over time they kind of just become iconic. And you know like oh, I'm I'm getting to the level where I can get this this new mana water and this new food that I can buy from the innkeeper now that sort of thing. And and this is mostly relevant to WoW Classic because you really don't need that in Retail WoW anymore. You you use food in Retail WoW for like the well-fed buffs and that's really it. You don't need it for like normal regeneration. But I do always think about like dungeon runs in in WoW Classic, there is always that downtime. If you have the mage in your party, then you're lucky they can conjure water, they can conjure food. That's always a nice perk to have. But there are the the periods between fights where everyone is sitting down, they're eating, they're drinking, they're regaining their their health and mana and just a little bit of downtime you can maybe chat for a few seconds while you guys are just sitting there waiting. And I don't know, there's just something about that that you know, you're not you're not actually like all breaking bread together like literally, but it is there is like this moment where you're with your group, you guys are fighting through the dungeon, and you're all taking a moment to just have a quick snack, and you're all sitting down, <laughs> All because your characters have to sit down while you eat. It's just kind of neat. When you think about it, it's kind of neat that this was a feature in this MMO, and it really added to the connectedness that you had between players. And like I said, that's not a thing in Retail WoW anymore. You don't have that downtime in dungeons anymore. But I feel like that that little thing was such a huge part of community building, in the old version of world of warcraft which is still present in wild WoW classic what are your thoughts on that i mean you, obviously you've you've had the same experiences
1: yeah for sure I, I mean very similar experiences the things that come to mind immediately are wow of course because it's just like a 20-year game for us always coming up on that so i mean that's a that, and that's from our youth right so that that runs deep i will say like when i was asked this my first thought was like and it was like imagery i think was key and the first actually i'd love to ask that you that matt first like if you could like say what yeah. imagery comes to mind when you think of like food and video games
0: so this is kind of funny but when i first read your question here yeah. uh last night obviously the first thing that probably does pop in your head is imagery so yeah. aside from like the wow icons the first thing that popped in my head is the ice cream bars in kingdom hearts 2. oh nice so there's like these blue ice cream, I, don't, I, it's either ice cream bars, or like popsicles. I can't remember exactly what, but they're all over kingdom hearts too. And I remember when I was a kid, like, obviously they're like, maybe like a couple polygons, like there's nothing yeah. to them. But like, I always remember as a kid being like, that looks delicious. I really wish I could have that. But the characters are always just kind of like chilling out, having these ice cream bars. And that was, that was one of the first images that popped into my head when I read the question, but also, and this is kind of a, Cause you added drink there too, right? It's yeah, not just food, definitely. but having played a bunch of Fortnite with you, the slurp juice, like the shield sure, potions this chug and how they gulp those down. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that's only something that, that comes to mind too. And then Paul, there's one thing, there's something I want you to Google here real quick. Of course, of course. So in Final Fantasy 15 there's this camping mechanic and, and you have Ignis, who's one of the guys in your party and he's a cook. So he does a, a lot of cooking. Uh, for the whole team and, and you get food gives you buffs and all this kind of stuff for whatever reason <laughs> the food looks better visually in Final Fantasy 15 probably than any other food in any other video game it's basically photorealistic so Paul right now I need you to google Final Fantasy 15 food and go to google images yep and tell it. me what you see
1: oh um, it's picture real pictures of food <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I can tell now it's a video game because you told me if you hadn't yeah. told me this is a video game, I wouldn't. Have. <laughs> I know. It's like the AI trick, right? Like if you hadn't told me, I, I. Some of it's uncanny, but not really. Wow,ee, that is crazy. yeah, it's crazy, isn't
0: it? It looks like they basically took photos of food and then digitized it somehow. Like it, it does. I like. I don't feel like that they manually crafted these, although maybe they did. I don't know. It's it's crazy. The detail is insane.
1: Yeah, this is wild. Wow. Very cool. That's a good so one. So this is
0: like nearly a 10-year-old game at this point, and it's got... I don't think there's any game that has better-looking food than Final Fantasy Fifteen. I mean, it, it looks... It legitimately looks appetizing. Like, it looks delicious, and it looks... It looks fucking real. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't believe... I can't believe how accurate it looks. But anyway, these are like some of the iconic things that pop up in my mind when, when you ask the question.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, You know, you said uh, besides the icons in WoW, but I did want to bring up when I think of food and video games, I think of a big slab of meat uh, icon. Yeah. I think of an icon of a big slab of meat. And it's interesting, like I was gonna say, as a vegetarian, I think it's interesting for the last like five years that so much of video game food is meat, which I mean, in real life too. So it mirrors that. But it's just like interesting that like the icon, the universal icon for food is meat. And like, uh, when I think of, I thought of Warcraft three, uh, or age of empires and you have like your food icon at the top, like how many houses you can have or whatever is based on like, oh, your food, yeah. and that's just like a little slab of meat and world of yeah. Warcraft, like the first thing you always have in your inventory is like boar ribs or whatever. Uh, and also like a, the first things you loot are like these like pink little slabs of meat. <laughs> it's just interesting. I think of these like meat images a lot. Yeah.
0: It's very medieval fantasy. I don't know if you've yeah. ever been to. I don't know if they have medieval, medieval times. times. Yeah, I've
1: been to medieval times. They have the big turkey leg.
0: Yeah, it's the classic thing. You go and you eat all the the food with your fingers, and you got the mm-hmm. the big turkey leg. Yeah, it's 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 a classic medieval fantasy type of thing. I feel like the, it is. the big hunk of meat. Yeah, big
1: hunk of meat. So I mean. Uh, Yeah, so I mean, I think that's really interesting. I mean, obviously, I also think of like tough hunk of bread and wow, that's like kind of the vegetarian option, I think a lot of the time, um, which is interesting. But yeah, it's funny about that. And and I don't think that really bothers me in video games either. I definitely eat meat in a video game just because of the logic of it. Uh, Although I do find that I do like shy away from like, like if I can find and it doesn't penalize me in some way to eat like vegetarian food in a video game, I would do that over eating meat. (laughs) I just prefer to, yeah. especially when it's, like, hunting is involved and stuff. Like, that's the main, the main thing. Like, in WoW, it doesn't bother me because it's just, like, an icon. But in like, in, like, a game or, like, a survival game where I have to, like, hunt down animals and, like, cook them and eat their meat, it's like, oh, if I could just, like, eat vegetables, that would be sick. But, like, 99% of video games that do this, like, meat has, like, a special buff and it's, like, the best one. Right. So, I'm like, obviously I'm going to eat the fucking meat. But, like, you know, it is what it is. But what I was going to say, yeah, some of my thoughts on this. Uh, obviously, World of Warcraft is key. Uh, I was gonna say drinking is actually something I think of a lot. Thinking of things like alcohol in video games, I think is yeah. an interesting
0: one. Oh yeah, like the effects that they can do. Yeah. yeah so that, I was gonna say
1: cool. um, World of Warcraft is like my first experience with that. That was actually like for me, like as a kid, and I'm sure you as well was like kind of like a uh, like a fun drunk simulator. Like it felt it felt kind yeah. of like I got like a little feeling from like getting drunk in world of warcraft on like a special holiday or something and like your screen gets all shaky or whatever and blurry and you start running in the wrong direction when even though you're just pressing w and you're hiccuping and all your chat and i was like oh man my character is so wasted like it's it felt fun as like a kid as like a teen young teen
0: yeah. The adding the hiccup to the chat is a big thing. And, and yeah. by the way, Bioshock has like the same sort of effects. I wonder if they basically took that from wow at that time.
1: Yeah. I wonder good call. They also had like the shh sounds and stuff to some of your words in the chat. They really go hard on the chat, uh, yeah. functionalities. And, uh, so yeah, th- that's awesome. I love that. And on the same note, like sea of thieves to me is like one of my favorite drunk mm. simulators, uh, because they go so hard. Like, you get progressively drunker. It's the same thing where, like, when you try to move forward, you start moving in different directions. Your screen gets blurry, blah, 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 But not, um, and I will say the drinking, that's very satisfying. Like, you you pour the ale back and the cup gets, like, you know, like, you, less and less yeah, drink yeah, is in the cup. Cool. You go, like, you hear your gulping, and it just sounds, like, really, like, really, it sounds really appetizing. It's just like, pouring liquid. It sounds like it's going down your throat. Um, but also, I would say two things I can think of that are really added on that a um when you play your musical instruments in sea of thieves you play the wrong notes when you're drunk yeah which i think is like a crazy thing to put in that they had to like have played it wrong or done put something in it so it like like does some kind of discord to the note i don't know what i don't know how they do it or what the logic is or if it's the same every time or if it's different but it's so funny when your friends start playing a song on their different instruments, you join in and with their perfect notes, you're playing the wrong notes. It's just so yeah, funny to that. me. And then also, of course, there's the vomit mechanic, which I absolutely love. And so if you drink way <laughs> too much, you start like projectile vomiting. And if you aim it at like one of your friends faces, their screen will get like a big like splash of vomit on it and it'll like, d- like yeah. disorient them because they have to like try to see through it. Just a lot of fun thing to add for something like alcohol, especially in a pirate game where I think like drinking is a huge part of the being like a horrible alcoholic. It's a huge part of the pirate experience, <laughs> uh, but, you know, the classic fantasy pirate experience. So I think that's like a really fun thing to do. And just like my other one, too, is is just the thing uh, the the version of this that like always like gives me huge good feelings in my chest is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm I mean, it's not just the drinking, but it's the whole camp experience. And there's something about that. The specific thing that I can always point to is, is, is waking up in your camp, you walk over, everyone's saying good morning, they're brewing the coffee, you get a cup of coffee and then you can walk around the camp, holding your cup of coffee, taking little sips of the cup of coffee, talking to people and just, you're all kind of talking and walking around and having your morning coffee. And then you pour your, and then you're done. You kind of pour your coffee out and you put it back on your cup, back on your belt you go over and you have some stew and you can walk around with your stew bowl and like eat some stew yeah. while you're talking to people. It's just such a social experience and it really feels like that cozy moment of like you, you could easily just have your coffee at the the fire and like finish it. But the idea that you can walk around and drink your coffee is still like, I don't I don't know, like I can't imagine. It just feels so real. Like in real life I would get my coffee and walk around and chat with people and that's like in the camp and that's exactly what's happening and it feels like camping and it feels it feels really realistic. And I just think that's like such an, and of course the sounds and the effects are amazing too. And, uh, that just feels so incredible to me. Uh, and that that's like for me top, it's so weird because it's, it's, it's a pretty minor eating and drinking experience compared to some things, but there's something about that social aspect of it and being able to take your food with you and have it be like an object, uh, and, and being used how you would really hold it, uh, really, really adds something to that for me.
0: It's interesting that you brought that one up because when you when I saw that question, I was thinking that Red Dead 2 must have food and drink that I thought was really impressive or that I partook in all the time, yeah. and I, I don't actually think I did. I, so I think we actually just kind of played that part of the game differently, yep. or I just didn't, I don't know, I, or I just don't remember engaging in that. I assume that I did because you kind of had to like eat and drink stuff yeah, to have your characters energy levels up and stuff but i don't remember i don't really remember doing that maybe i just drank the coffee and it was over and i didn't do like i didn't like partake like the the rp the, Im- the like immersive
1: sim kind of aspect which is what i really one of the things i love the most about rdr2 is that and so i would that's the thing like uh, the moments that strike out to me when i think back on rdr2 playing it which i still haven't finished but like the things that like, i that like bring me joy is i imagine like waking up staying up all night and everyone's singing songs and stuff and then you like wake up the next morning well not staying up all night but you know what i mean like stay up late wake up the next morning and every it's the the dawn is going and you get your coffee and everyone's tired and i just like fucking love that shit
0: yeah i will say you mentioning this honestly whenever red dead 2 comes back up i'm like i i kind of just want to play again yeah So I don't know. I'm, I'm actually like, I'm on the, uh, the PlayStation website right now, maybe <laughs> installing it into my, uh, my PlayStation. But we'll yes. See. The one, the last thing that I do want to mention is that I've never really been much of a cook in games. Like here, you know, it's funny because I think it kind of translates from real life. I hate cooking in real life. Yeah. I really hate it. So at the top of the show, when I mentioned making the egg sandwich, like I was legitimately proud of that. You should be, I get it. <laughs> because I, I one, am a bad cook, two, don't have any patience for it, three, just hate doing it. So I've never been much of a cook in games either. So I think that's like a direct translation. But I will say, I do like when games try something new with it. And I, I wanna quickly mention enshrouded because yeah. in enshrouded, you sit at the fire, you hold your food out to cook. It's kind of relaxing. And what it really reminds me of, Paul, is actually it feels like a fishing mechanic in any other game. It, it feels does. very similar to a fishing mechanic because you hold the food out. You kind of hear it cooking. And then at a certain point, it changes color. And it, that basically tells you, like, oh, it's done. You need to take it out now. And if you don't, it turns into coal, right? Or something like that. Yeah. And if you if you take it out at the right time, then you have the cooked food. It feels very much like a fishing mechanic in most games the way that it works where you need to pull it out at the at the right time so that you catch the fish or whatever so that i don't know it, it feels i think that's why in enshrouded i do i like it more than most games the way that the actual physical cooking part not the cons- consumption but the cooking part works because it does feel like fishing which i do enjoy in games i don't partake in a lot of fishing in games either but i do i do like it for the most part but i think it's interesting how it works very similarly the way that the mechanic works
1: i was actually gonna yeah that's that's great because that was the other thing the last thing that i was gonna say and you kind of I, i'm yeah you basically got it dead on is like so there are some good great survival games with that and i would say and Shrouded was the thing i was thinking the most i, I remember doing that in valheim because there is like a bit of a you know a bit of a cooking thing where you like you know put your cooking yeah, fire right. down you put yeah. your food on it and then you have to like kind of like it's a little more passive yeah you take it off before it burns but it takes longer and there's not as much of like a The thing I don't like is that you can run away and then like forget about it and come back and then your food burned and like I, I I guess like I guess that's more realistic because like in real life you could run away and just like let your food burn, but I just like I don't I don't I like that Enshrouded makes you sit down and take a minute and not a minute but like a few you know twenty seconds or whatever depends on how much
0: food you're doing because it can take a little while. I wish you could do two at the same time. (laughs)
1: double double fisting your your hot pokers in the fire yeah but no I I love that yeah you're totally right there's like a cozy energy you and your friends all like crouch down and sit by the fire and you have your sticks and especially when you're all kind of doing it and you're just kind of everyone's kind of cooking their meat and it just feels like a very chill moment I think that would work better like I, I like it a lot but I think like the vibe would be cooler if that was in a game that wasn't so easy to build in and like have a like, it feels very much like you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're like, have a little fire and you're trying to cook. And I guess you could do that in the game, right? You don't have to like, but I just like, that would work well in like a Valheim to me or like a the forest or something where you're like, you don't have like a sick base, like 10 minutes in, right, <laughs> um, yeah. I think a little bit more even because it feels like you're like kind of huddling around a campfire with nothing, but I do like it a lot. I love that mechanic.
0: I think it would work really well. You know what? I was just thinking, I guess it does and in shrouded when you do it does it go into first person or is it like No, but you're you're really
1: back? close behind your character's shoulder at that point. Okay,
0: that's what it was. I feel like that would look like just that perspective would look really cool in a in first person.
1: Yeah, it would. Just like a, the fire in your <laughs> right in your yeah. face.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: But that's really all I got. I mean, food there are some things where you you talk about food in games, my mind immediately goes to wow, immediately goes to the that- those ice cream bars and kingdom hearts immediately goes to final fantasy 15. I feel like JRPGs food is a big deal. Food it is. is all food and cooking is always a really big deal in JRPGs. I think it's a
1: cultural thing too, right? Like food, is it really important in that culture Definitely. more than, than here? Yeah,
0: for sure. And so that's one thing that my mind immediately goes to, but, but yeah, I mean cooking itself is not something I usually participate in a whole lot in games. And there's so many games where I just don't really think about the food, but there are some that it just becomes iconic in my mind. And and there, there are probably a million games that have food mechanics and drinking mechanics that just were such afterthoughts that I'm not even
1: thinking about at all right now. Yeah most games probably have yeah, some degree of this and then it's just like you know i'm we're not big food in video games people so i think it's kind of interesting to talk about it because it's like what stands out to us because like yeah we don't you know we don't cook in every single game and like engage with that so yeah what what really stood out
0: very good well that was a good question paul is a it's an interesting topic and in fact like if you're in the discord i would like to hear what your favorite foods from video games are because i'm sure there's something from i feel like uh Monster Hunter World probably has some good food in there. Yeah. There's probably some other, again, probably more JRPGs that you and I just haven't played that have some really cool iconic
1: foods. Derek, drop it in the uh, Discord if Skate (laughs) has a really good part where you like chug back an energy drink or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I was going to say like a monster, but it's probably like a
1: knockoff. It's probably, yeah, a creature or something. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let's move on to the water cooler. Let's take a quick break around the water cooler to discuss the game's that we have been playing this week. And Paul, you and I, we both played two things and we played them together, Yeah, actually. So first off, let's talk a little bit about Call of Duty first because it's gonna be probably a little bit shorter than than the other discussion. But you bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. So we were able to, finally, so we were able to jump in there together, got to play with you, it was a lot of fun. We were on some of the new maps, so Departures, which is kind of like an offshoot of Terminal, Stash House, We played the season one edition, Greece, and then as we were queuing up for, for lobbies, I guess we realized that they brought Modern Warfare 2 maps back, like Las Almas, Mercado, Shoot House, these maps came back. So that was cool to see some of the the good maps from, from uh, Modern
1: Warfare 2. So Paul, tell me a little bit about uh, your experience in, in Modern Warfare 3. Dude, it's so fun. So, I mean, we talked about this last week on the episode, I think. I said, like, oh, I think I'm finally going to buy it, those fuckers. I think I shouted out Blizzard because they finally got yeah, me, or Activision Blizzard, because they finally got me to buy it. And so I did, I did buy it, because, I mean, it was free weekend, but I just thought, like, you were telling me, you know, free weekend lobbies were, were fucked because of the cheats and yeah. everything, and I was like, you know what, like, if I if I really want to play it so bad, why don't I just buy the game? So, bought it on sale, and I played a bunch that day on the Sunday last week, and such a good I mean, it's such a good time it's such a good time i got it on pc i wasn't sure if i was gonna get it on console pc whatever just playing on my laptop hanging out i can play controller i know i'm like a heathen but i'm playing on controller it's a lot of fun having a great time and yeah it's it's just a blast it's so satisfying you've said this a million times matt i remember talking to rachel about it and she's very much like i mean she's a big like you know she plays a lot of games and stuff or like is you know open to a lot of games and uh she was like you know oh call of duty like it's so violent it's so gross like it's just like why would you play this like army game or whatever and i'm like it's not about the game it just feels so fucking good like it just it just like hits all the dopamine receptors in this like exact right way like i'm not like you know what i mean i'm not like thinking like oh i fucking murdered that guy i shot a bullet in its neck like it's like (laughs) yeah it's i'm not like thinking like fuck russia you know what i mean there's not like none of that's going on it's just like can i poop poop and then someone drops and then poop poop and someone drops. like i'm not even thinking like you know what I mean? Like guns and army and stuff. When I'm playing it, it's it's yeah. not what's not what even what it's about in my brain. I know some people that is what part of what they enjoy about it, but for me, it's just like the satisfaction of the game mechanics going off at the right times.
0: Even with the cosmetics these days, it's really getting away from oh yeah, kind of the
1: the military sim
0: sort of aspects. But I was gonna say, just from like a competitive standpoint, it's really satisfying. So satisfying, just as a competitive game where you're trying to meet uh, ob- objectives or just you know just beating the other team yeah. like it just from a competitive standpoint call of duty feels so good we actually had a game that ended in a 99 to 99 draw yeah which that, was hilarious
1: that was amazing yeah the timer ran out we got to 99 99 which was incredible uh yeah and it's great because not only are you competing against the other team you're also competing against yourself uh, because you're competing like, oh, you know, I want to have a good game. What's my KDA? Like, what's that going to look like? So like you're competing against your own, what you know is a good game for you. And so that's that aspect. But then also you're trying to win. And then those like both feed into each other to like be as like performance as you can. And then at the same time too, it's just like, there's just like so much going on. There's like cool visuals and there's cool guns. and There's, of course, you're like upgrading. All. I mean, we don't need to like explain what's so great about Call of Duty. I mean, I'm sure a ton of <laughs> you have played Call of Duty. It's the number one game. Uh well the last year actually the number one selling game was Hogwarts Legacy but right up there uh and so it's it, you know on average the number one selling game and it's fucking it's just great so i mean i'm i'm having a blast i'm going to play a ton more i'm sure uh you know I'm, i think it was a good timing to to get it uh a little bit after it came out so it got like a good sale i mean i know that sale was happening like a couple like a month ago two months ago too but like whatever point is i still have to like this fall or, you know, this, like, I have quite a long time till another Call of Duty comes out. So I'm going to get my money's worth is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not like, it's not like I bought the new Call of Duty. I bought this Call of Duty and then like in two months a new Call of Duty's coming out. So I feel like pretty good about my ramp here.
0: Yeah, I think the next... Call of Duty is a Black Ops, and it takes place in the early '90s. I think it's the, okay. the Gulf War setting, I believe.
1: Okay, so people who want to play Modern Warfare are still going to stick on this shit too. So it'll be a it'll yeah, last exactly. a while. It's not like there's going to be like a two and then a three, and then people are just going to jump to the new one like it happened last year.
0: Yeah, Modern Warfare is. I feel like those ones are always until there's a new Modern Warfare. There's always going to be a decent player base in those ones.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, no, it's a like, it's a blast. Did you have fun playing with uh playing with me?
0: I did. It's great to have someone that you're playing with on Discord, and you guys can be a little bit tactical. You can call stuff out. You can kind of strategize a little bit because when I so when I play multiplayer just by myself, I don't do voice at all. I don't hear yeah. what anyone is saying. I, I'm not saying anything myself, so there is no strategic part in that regard. So it is nice playing with someone over Discord, and so you guys can talk about stuff a little bit.
1: Even just like commiserating is nice, like being like, "All these fucking people are camping the escalator." It's like it's not like we did anything like necessarily tactical to get around them. We're just like, "I'm just like, I'm gonna go around the back," and you're like, "Cool, I'm I'm gonna do my own thing." But like, it was just like, it's just like kind of like this kind of game because you're because in your head you're self-strategizing all the time. You're like, "Okay, I gotta do this. I gotta go here." You know, you're doing this. I mean, you do that in a lot of games, but like this game, you're really like on the fly. Like you have this like, I feel like I have this like mental train running in my head of being like okay i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna go here and i'm gonna find this guy okay i gotta turn left and so it's like kind of fun to like talk it out with a friend a little bit while you're doing it as opposed to just like even if it's pointless you know what i mean it's just kind of nice to like both be in that moment and playing together because i i have this like desire sometimes to like talk about playing cod when i'm playing it yeah and rachel doesn't want to hear that shit so it's (laughs) maybe like oh there's this fucking guy there and she's like i don't care and i'm like okay fair like she doesn't she's nice but you know what i mean it's just like doesn't care so uh it's nice to like kind of both be playing that that game and and dealing with that so anyway it's it's a lot of fun i I anticipate a lot more of us playing call of duty i'm really excited to like get into the cosmetics a bit i've already like you know started like upgrading my gun that's which is beyond cosmetics i mean but i'm changing like the the shape of it on my basby and uh and just kind of like you know adding scopes and adding stuff and, and messing around so it's a lot of fun to do that and uh yeah i'm also excited to like get some cosmetics and like maybe Maybe buy a battle pass if there's like a cool character I like. Maybe when Warhammer 40k comes out, just to get some wild fucking character. Uh, and yeah, I'm, it'll be fun. It's a lot of, it's, I'm excited.
0: Well, my favorite website that I go to for weapon rankings and for different builds is Charlie Intel. So, cool. Thank you. Take a look at that if you're, you're looking stuff up
1: because I feel like it's complicated for me.
0: <laughs> rock, Paper, Shotgun will have something, like IGN will have their own thing, like different. Different gaming websites will have their own thing, but Charlie Intel, I feel, is like like that's their thing, you know? Yeah, so cool. Thank I feel you. like you get the best stuff there. But, yeah, it's good. I, I, I really appreciate that they've brought in more maps, like new maps, but also bringing in some Modern Warfare 2 maps back because I liked the map selection, but there are more in Modern Warfare 3 where they come up and I'm like, ugh, I don't really want to play this one than any other one that I've played over the last few years like for example like afghan i don't really like that map a, a ton I, I think it's okay for domination but i don't really like it for anything else some of the smaller maps like it just i really don't like shipment that much it's it's insane and like it can be kind of fun if it comes up like once during a play session but i don't really love shipment that much although the games are super quick yeah yeah no there there are some maps that i just I just don't really vibe with
1: Shipman's one of those ones that i think is really fun for us to play together because it's so it's when you're playing by yourself it just can get frustrating i think but when we're playing together it's so fast-paced and wild and like we're just like calling out crazy shit people are running around knifing dudes and so, it's just like it's funny it's like one of the few maps where it's really funny to play <laughs> same with like meat i feel like some of these really small ones are really fun to play with a friend and just be like what the
0: fuck is happening <laughs> yeah and i just start running around knifing people yeah <laughs> I'm look, i am I looked up the modern warfare 3 maps karachi is one that i've i feel like i've only ever played it like two or three times it is just not coming up for me at all i don't think i've Corey, seen it i fucking hate quarry it's the worst <laughs> map in modern warfare three it is just so not fun i i yeah i mean i really, really fucking hate quarry i like sub base i like Scrapyard a lot I, I don't there's a lot of maps that I, I don't really like underpass like there's a lot of maps wasteland has only ever come up like twice for me yeah it's a lot of uh, grease i really like that's the new one of the new additions like there are some maps that i really like some that i'm just like okay i'll deal with it and some that i just really don't like at all so i don't know I, i'm sure everyone has similar feelings in call of duty but i feel like this is the first time where there are multiple maps where i just i'm just Like, I don't want to fucking play this at all. And (laughs) if I'm playing by myself, and I didn't used to do this, but over the last week, if I'm playing by myself and a map comes up that I just hate, like, I just back out of the lobby. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play it. Yeah. I I wish you could, uh, in the, in the gameplay filter, you can filter game modes. I wish you could filter maps, but then I'm sure there would be some maps that like no one would ever go on. But I guess why, why would it matter to, to Activision? I don't know. Like if there's maps that no one wants to play, how does that really change the game at all for them? I don't know. I wish there was a filter option. Yeah. Anyway, having fun with it. The other game that we <laughs> played, Paul, is World of Warcraft Classic Season of Discovery Phase 2.
1: Activision Blizzard's getting some some
0: wow, yeah. money and yeah, time are.
1: from us right now.
0: Do they still operate under Activision Blizzard?
1: Yeah. Or is Blizzard just part of Microsoft
0: Gaming? Oh, a good question.
1: Episode? I thought they were supposed to run separately as their own thing still. Like there's, it's still a sub company under Microsoft. Like the total Activision Blizzard King, mm, I think, is still like okay. its own thing under Microsoft. They didn't like spin them off. I think they didn't reorg that. I don't. I don't think. Okay,
0: isn't the new president of Blizzard from Activision? Or my? I... Uh, I don't know that no I'm Wrong on that. I thought she was like a Call of Duty person. I can't remember. Now that Mikey Barra's gone, Mikey Barra gone, but not Mikey forgotten. Barra. Anyway. We uh we rerolled to a PVE server. We rerolled to Wild Growth because I don't have time to deal with people ganking me in Stranglethorn Vale. I just don't have time for that. So I realized Phase Two, which is level twenty-five to forty, is going to be all contested territory, yep. and it's just going to suck ass.
1: So <laughs> we're not we it was we time. aren't huge PVP people. I mean, you played PVP as a kid and stuff, yep. but I feel like we we don't go around like world pvp is not what we play wow for yeah it's
0: not it's it's not we we
1: want it to be we want to want it but i feel like we don't actually because it's never fun no one's ever looking for a fair fight it's like everyone just wants to exactly everyone only wants to engage if they can fucking destroy you
0: yeah (laughs) if you're like automatically max level yeah then it's different but the the leveling period especially if you're if you're not like on the cutting edge, if you're gonna be a little bit slower and behind everyone because you're not necessarily no lifing every day, yeah, then yeah, it's gonna suck. So we re-rolled on a PvE server. I started with a hunter, got that hunter to level 10, then I went to a warrior, got that warrior to level 13, and then and I was doing this because in the back of my mind, I'm like, if I want to play my paladin, I'll just transfer it over. But then found out, Paul, you can't transfer servers <laughs> in seasonal modes. So oops. I decided to just re-roll to Paladin because I knew if if I didn't now, if I kept playing the Warrior, I was just going to regret it later on. Yeah. And they have the 50% experience boost going on now for levels 1 to 25. So it's a bit of a catch-up mechanic for people trying to get into Phase 2. So, yeah, you were talking about we had that one, like, 8-hour session, and I leveled the new Paladin to 18 in one sitting. He's close to 21 now, and... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm having a blast. It feels like a really good pace for leveling. As far as a catch up mechanic, it's not too fast. And it's not too slow. It's like, it just feels like the perfect boost as yep. a catch up mechanic where I can still enjoy the content, but I am out leveling it a little bit. So I'm getting through it a little bit quicker. So that's nice. Yeah. What are you? What's your experience been with that?
1: Yeah, just really quick before we do that, I was going to say, you were right, Joanna Ferries is, is, uh, was, did join Activision Blizzard in 2018, is the commissioner of Call of Duty esports. Oh. It's kind of wild. Okay. Yeah. That is weird. Kind of wild. So there you go. Um, But yeah, uh, my experience has been great. I mean, I'm having a good time. Uh, It's funny how our season of Discovery hype and energy went. Like you, I haven't always played it, but I feel like you've been kind of like, the most consistently like, yeah, season of discovery. Like, this is great. Like we got to play this. Uh, I've been up and down, I think. And then our, our buddy Spencer, we always play with, he has, was kind of like, I'm not, I'm over it. And I think we (laughs) talked about it enough and we finally did it. And then it's just one of those like switch switches flipped and Saturday. Yeah. He was just like, all right, I made a person. I was up late on Friday and I made a priest and I'm playing, uh, and then very much like your experience, Matt, same thing. He, you know, played a priest. He's always a warlock, you know, inspired by you. I feel like was like, I okay, forget it. I got, I can't play this priest. I got to play a warlock instead.
0: <laughs> well, not, and not only did he re-roll, he deleted the the priest because he wanted to use the same name. Yeah. So the level
1: 13 <laughs> priest axed but i mean that takes like yeah. three hours in, in with this 50 percent buff so i mean it's not it's not the end of the world to do that but it was pretty funny uh the agony of being like i'm gonna delete this character it's so embarrassing <laughs> yeah. but like i just need the same name uh for my warlock but yeah so we all i actually yeah i came on you guys were already like level 14 ish on these characters i came on at level one making this hunter because uh, i really wanted to play i was so worried about being behind <laughs> and over the course of like an hour and a half or so you both called those characters off and re-rolled. So I actually ended up having like a head start. <laughs> so I was actually the yes. highest for a while, which was pretty funny. Uh, and so it's funny how that went, but we're all playing where we want to be now. I'm really enjoying my Hunter. You guys are enjoying your classic classes, Paladin and, and Warlock um, opposites of the of the dial here. And yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. I, yeah, I didn't get, I just yesterday sucked for me TBH. So I didn't really get a good chance to like play any WoW. It was just like, we ended up babysitting a dog and that just like, Oh. That like took my day and, and energy away. Um <laughs> but it was fun. Uh but anyway, the point is I haven't gotten to play, so I'm I'm almost level eighteen, so I'm a little bit behind you guys, but not like too much. It's I mean 50% buff, I can play for a couple hours and, and end up getting up there. But uh yeah, it's I, I'm having a great time. Uh there's a lot of options ahead of me. I know like honestly, the I, I looked at the melee hunter stuff because I know that like oh, that's top of the game right now. And it is complicated. There's like you have to go to Deadwind Pass and do this thing, and then there's seven oh, dark for the runes. Yeah, the rune. Because
0: I know the rotation itself is very strange, no no the it's super the runes, easy, but the rune
1: yeah. is there's seven dark riders, and they're all level 40 elites, Whoa. and they're all over the world. Like they're in Burning Steps, Whoa. they're in like they're they're everywhere. Like you have to go to like crazy spots, like all over Azeroth to do it. And so it's like I I think I need to find like. A group of hunters all doing the rune, which I think That's like, cool, which is cool, but like it's like, when am I gonna fucking like? I'm gonna have to like, <laughs> when am I gonna find these people? So this
0: is a max level, like the melee hunter yes, yeah. is a max level thing right now, level forty, yeah. right? So uh, now, you're again, really gonna do it
1: again. You c- if you got people to run you through it, I, again, someone did it on Reddit. You can do it at level one and get the rune people (laughs) that you if you have friends who will do this for you or people who will run you through then you can get the rune it's it's available but like yeah you're not gonna it's gonna be hard to find a group of people willing to do this with you unless you're probably someone who can actually do it with them and like be part of the group
0: that's true we are in such we join a guild and the guild is so big that it may have it may have people that would like Summon you to these spots and just like help you get it. Like Super that possible. Could happen.
1: Super possible. Or they might have like, they might have the know how of like other people doing it. Like they might know some yeah. hunters who are doing it or something. So I, I'm really hoping that'll come up at some point because I do really, I actually really have been enjoying like, just like, you know, I'm not always able to get kill things by the time they get to me. And so it, it actually, I'm getting this like fun feeling when things get close to me of like Rapture Strike and Flank and like jumping around them and kind of like being this like agile yeah. little like hunter melee thing and i'm like i i think it'll be fun when I get to that point uh, i i'm definitely excited to try it out and i would like to try it out before it gets like uh hopefully not nerfed into the ground knocking on wood here but uh you know if even if it gets if it gets balanced that's fine <laughs> but just like <laughs> I, I i would like to play it in case they they do that but yeah it's it's been a lot of fun uh really enjoying it was fun to all play together uh you know i feel like we're all like oh it would be so fun to do dead mines it's always what happens and then we end up ditching our characters. So. I'm really, I'm honestly like f dead Like, it'll be cool if we can all when we all play it together or whatever. But I'm most excited. Honestly, I don't even care if we end up out leveling it and we end up doing like another like. I just want to do like other dungeons. That's what I'm really excited for. Yeah, is like yeah. get further into the game than we normally get with like classic characters and like really kind of level up a bit. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I am kind of figuring out the runes and the vibe and and having a nice time. So yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm glad we all kind of got the season of discovery feeling again and. Yeah, it's it's weird. If you'd asked me a couple weeks ago if my top two games right now would be WoW and Call of Duty, I probably would have said no. But <laughs> I was like playing all these <laughs> indies and stuff. But yeah. yeah, it's happening. Like this is what I want to. I'm like, what am I going to do today? Am I going to like pick up a new game? I'm going to go back to my PS5. It's like no, I'm going to play WoW and Call of Duty. That's what's. It's <laughs> probably what's going to happen today.
0: Yeah, I'm all in on Season of Discovery right now. It's just there's something so obviously so comforting about playing WoW, especially WoW Classic, but it's so familiar. It just, it's so hard to describe, but it doesn't, it's just so easy to jump in, know what I'm going to do, know that I'm going to get some enjoyment out of it. Whatever I do, like I'm going to enjoy just running around the world or like, like for example, during that whole eight hour session for like, I don't know, we were probably in Westfall leveling for like half of it. So like four hours or whatever it was raining the entire time in Westfall and like that was just super enjoyable to be questing throughout Westfall the whole time it's pouring rain. I love the rain in Westfall. I love the rain in in WoW in general, but just so comforting, man. It's 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 like it's like more than comfort food. It's it's like yeah. It's like a comfort blanket while it's like I'm being home. comfort food <laughs> It's like being it at is. home. It's it's goofy, yeah, it's
1: but it, it feels like a second home to be in, in Azeroth. And I think growing yeah. up with it, that happens to us. And we talked about this a million times. I'll say it again, but I see things in the real world and I go like, oh, that reminds me of of this place and wow. Like everything reminds, like, it's like, it's the opposite. Wow feels like my real world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's, it's just like, cause it's, yeah, my memories are tied to like being there and not being here. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nerdy. So I can't get away from it. I talk to people at work, I was just thinking, I talk to people at work all the time and they're like, oh, I went like on these vacations. They're like, oh, I, I've been to 30 countries in the last like 10 years or some stupid <laughs> shit. And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, oh, I don't have any experience like that. But like, kind of like, I don't know. My WoW experience feels kind of like that to me. But like have you my... been to thirty leveling zones? Yeah. <laughs> How many expansions have you played? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's like five zones per X-Pack, dude.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's so cozy though. Like, cause it was it was raining all day here too. So I had my window, uh, like my blinds open right behind me while I'm playing through the rainy Westfall. So like I hear like the real rain, and then the westfall rain and my headphones like it's yeah i don't know dude like wow well, i was just wow classic is a perfect game i think yeah i think it's a perfect I, game and, i remember such we, a nice
1: moment the other day when we were playing and you were and you were just we were just i was running through we were all in different areas and you were just like man i just love wow yeah. <laughs> it's so nice like you just sounded so sincere we
0: were we were talking this week how like Spencer and I were going back and forth in Discord about some MMO stuff and and you were chiming in and and I think I don't know I don't know what your thought is necessarily you might need to refresh me on it but I know mm-hmm. Spencer and us I think we feel like Burning Crusade Era WoW is like best MMO peak MMO nothing better than it
1: I think that's true yeah I mean for me yeah that's my experience I, I, obviously I played... The only time I ever played max level was Wrath. Like, the first time, sorry, I played max level was Wrath. And probably the most engaged I was, too, in, like, max level WoW content. And so, like, obviously I have that. Because they had all the catch-up mechanics, and made it a bit more casual that was, like, open to me a bit more, I think. But that being said, like, going back now as an adult and having the ability to, like, play more, yeah, I mean, BC was, was great. Classic just didn't have... There was a little bit missing, and I think, like, that was the oomph. And also, that was, like, when we had... Very close to like make level not Warcraft like a little bit after that was BC and like that was like when we had like they used to announce like twelve million players that that was like the peak yeah, too of yeah. like this player count and like this worldwide phenomenon and so that also makes it extra cool too was like the time it existed in was like when WoW was like blowing up and so yeah no I I totally track on that I think that's there's something really special there
0: and part of the reason why I'm so big on season of discovery is because. They have the potential to take the best of that era of WoW, which is how the classes worked, the class fantasy, the world, all this kind of stuff, but also what they have been doing, like with BFD and Nomargan, injecting modern group PVE concepts into the old style of slower gameplay. So, like, they can make these more complex fights. Because if we look back, like Molten Core, Onyxia, Actually, Onyxia was more advanced than anything else, probably. But yeah. all these these raids had very basic mechanics, and you had like your rotation was like for some classes, like mages, frostbolt, or whatever. It is, the, they're, they have like one attack. Yeah. Right? And so there's more to it now. There's more mechanics in these season of discovery raids. So it's kind of like this perfect mix of both worlds. And I'm really digging it, and I really want to try to get to this max level to experience this no raid because from everything I've seen of it, it looks really fun. And I, I would love to experience it myself because it really feels like you're taking the best of these two eras of MMOs, putting it all into what is my favorite version of the game. And just, I don't know, man, there's something about season of discovery and, and mm-hmm. I feel like they're only going to keep learning and, and, learning what they can do, how they can push this while still keeping the old feel. The season of discovery team is doing a really good job and, really I, and I know that they really responsive and I know blizzard has been hiring for the wow classic team, which has been a small team. So to me, that tells me like it's not just balance shit. Like there's going to be new development to this thing. So that's something's coming. Something's coming. It's, it's exciting.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm really excited and I'm, I'm glad we're part of it right now. And we're a little behind the curve, I think of like getting to the 40, but that's not what it's about. It's not, you know, I think, I think you don't need to be playing concurrently. That's part of what makes it so great. And there's going to be people playing throughout. And again, we're only in phase two and it just started and there's going to be likely, I mean, at least four phases. And then again, like, is that going to be the end of season of discovery or are we going to have new things? Or maybe we're going to have, I think probably what is more likely a new season that like refreshes, but does like Take some of the ideas and makes them even better. I don't know, but I'm very excited. I think just the idea of being in this new era of classic, basically, you know, old, what the kind of shit that old school runescape has been doing. I'm yeah. so excited. They're just exploring that. And, and, and it's, and it, it's going to be a years long experience to get it better and better and better. But I'm just, I'm so glad we're on this train. If you told me five two, I mean, two years ago, a year ago, like any of this stuff, like if this is actually happening, I would I would have been shocked, probably. So I'm really excited.
0: No, you're totally right. Old School RuneScape laid the blueprint. And if you take... Like, that game is really popular. And if you take a game like WoW, which was magnitudes more popular, and inject the Old School RuneScape philosophy into that, I mean, you have something that's just going to live forever and be so big and... I'm excited. I hopefully they don't mess it up.
1: Hopefully that's all I can say. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the (laughs) skull and bones thing everyone's been saying, like, oh, they had the perfect blueprint of black flag. Just make more black flag without the assassin stuff. And that's the perfect pirate game. And they fucked it up. And it's like that's what we've been saying with WoW for I feel like ever since Classic came out. It was like, even before Classic came out, it's like just make WoW Classic a thing. You know, you have it right there. And now it was and then it was like, okay, well. Classic plus like the blueprint is there. old school runescape has done it. You're fucking it up. Like just do it. Just put it in the game and then they've done it. They finally did it. And so it's like this is time for rejoicing. It's so awesome.
0: Yep. Love it. All right. Well, let's move on to a special shout out. Paul and I are going to give a special shout out to anyone or anything of our choice from the world of video games and provide a quick reason why this lackey, someone is getting this attention. I'll go first. A special shout out to John Stats. He's one of the original designers for World of Warcraft, and he's the author of the WoW Diary, the World of Warcraft Diary. I really loved the book, so it came out a few years ago, and he has a second edition print that is now finished. It's starting to ship, so I'll be getting mine in the mail pretty soon here. It's got some new stuff in there, some new content, and also I just like to support it because he, he did such a great job with the first one, so I'm excited for the second edition I can't wait to read it again. I think, especially with Season of Discovery right now, he kind of lucked out, I feel like, because it's like a perfect time to dive back into it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get that. Paul, what about you? What's your special
1: shout-out? Special shout-out to our guild in Season of Discovery right now. I, yeah. I will say, like, I mean, I find it very rare nowadays to find a guild with, like, guild chat going on and not everyone just talking in the Discord. Even big guilds, it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously the bigger the guild, you do get some folks talking in guild chat, but... Yeah, I feel like chat's been really good. Obviously, there's more probably in Discord, but I'm really enjoying that. I'm enjoying that aspect of people talking and just having a conversation uh, and, and seeing that. And so it's it's cool. I, it definitely has the classic experience. And I will say, like, it's awesome because I was playing by myself like a week before you joined up recently. I was playing uh, Season of Discovery on my own kind of for a little bit. And I just could not find a guild on this server that wasn't like, you know, 30 people and just like people being like, I'm starting a new guild and I'm like, okay, I right, guess I'll yeah. join your guild. And then they two, like two or three days later, there's like one person online and it's me. And so it's, yeah. uh, it's nice to finally have found kind of like a place to, to hang out.
0: Yeah. The guild has close to 500 people in it now. And there's basically always like 30 to 40 people online yeah. and guild chats always going. I actually found it cause I was, I was doing one of those warrior rune quests early on, you know, where you fight the wandering swordsman yeah. and The Wandering Swordsman was like the same level as me, but I didn't realize how difficult the fight is, actually, even if you're the same level.
1: I had the same experience, too. It's like, oh, they're level seven. I'm level seven. They are not the same.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's not like he does a ton of damage. It's just that he has a shit ton of health, so it's kind of like a war of attrition, and then I'm about to die, and then all of a sudden this priest is running by me, and I just type in help, please, (laughs) and... (laughs) And she starts giving me heals and helps me defeat the the wandering swordsman, which by the way I didn't I didn't know how that rune worked, so I totally missed the box that he drops. But I, so I had to do it again later. But anyway, she helped me out. Then she we did like slash cheer at each other, and then later on she was like, "Hey, I noticed you're not in a guild." Turns out this was the guild leader on an an alt character of this like 500 person guild, and so. And she like gave me a full set of 10 slot bags. It was, it was awesome. And, and I'm just like really nice people. Everyone's super awesome. Everyone's willing to help out. So yeah, it's been really fun. It's been a good time. Being in a good guild makes all the difference too. Like you were just saying, it just makes all the difference in, in a game like WoW Classic. Yep. hundred percent. Thank you so much for joining us here on the gaming, our thirties podcast. If you really like the show, we encourage you to check out patreon.com slash goodnight We have two different tiers available. All support is greatly appreciated, but the $3 plus tier does get you access to this show three days early. A special shout out to our honorary groups supporting us in the $5 plus tier. That's Andre D, Cole T, David W, Derek G, a.k.a. Derek versus the world who we shamed into resubbing, I guess. (laughs) He's back, baby. He's back. James S and Jeremy R, a round of applause for all of these fine people, please. We also ask that you take a couple minutes to drop a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Spotify reviews going really well. Apple Podcasts lagging behind. We need to uh, we need to up our game there.
1: Got a lot of Android folks, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe. Make sure to check out goodnightgroups.com for all of the content. You're also going to find a link to the community Discord there. You can come hang out with everyone. Get the quickest updates from us. The link is in the show notes as well. And Mike has been posting pictures of the minis that he's painting. So Go check that out. looks really good. But Paul, before we get out of here, do we have any final thoughts?
1: Uh, I would like the future Mike Minis, uh, the next batch, to be our characters in WoW Classic Season of Discovery. Ooh. Shout out to, to Mike. He'll be like, "How? Why?" He'll just, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you have to three D print them yourself and then yeah. and then paint them. I want
1: everyone me. in the in the Discord to go and and campaign for this, please.
0: Do you remember? that old company back in the day that had like it wasn't 3d printed because i don't think that existed hero yet, forge. But they made oh, was that what it is where they made the the minis of your wow characters
1: there it was oh no like no no paper not that.
0: if they were like cardboard or paper or something yeah
1: you can go actually. to hero forge though and get like uh create your rpg characters for like D or any game and then you they'll, they'll oh, send you cool. like a, a model of it which is cool
0: all right well thank you for joining us take care everyone good night groups